Weatherby's Accurate Automotive is a local, family-owned, award-winning auto repair shop in Mesa, serving Arizona drivers since 1992. ASE-certified technicians, modern repair facility, and digital reports on every service. In Mesa on Robson Road, just south of Broadway, between Country Club and Center. 480-890-0409, AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com, or Accurate Automotive AZ on Facebook. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation car talk. Call or text your questions now. So we're all doing okay. Wow, 750 degrees in Gila Bend right now. And 1,270 uh, in Ahwatukee now. Starting to heat up as well at 1,300 degrees. So... Uh, <laughs> All right, you know what we're talking about. That was the weathercast. It was uh, way back. Corey McCloskey with Fox 10 played that, and that weather was bananas. You looked at your screen. It was 800. It was 1,100. It was hot. Some of you think it's not too hot, and some of you just can't stand it. You won't even come on outside. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Every Wednesday, 4 p.m., right here on 88.7 The Pulse. We welcome you guys back. Now, this is a serious uh, entailed business here when we're talking about this heat, uh, whether it was Corey McCloskey. By the way, that video went viral. You guys can check it on YouTube. I think, uh, you know, the average weather person may have a few thousand views. Corey McCloskey, he like 15 million views because literally you were looking at the screen. You were home from work and it was 800 degrees in Tempe. <laughs> so it is crazy. And you guys know if you're joining us. Uh, on the podcast, we appreciate you. If you don't know, now you know. Arizona right now, specifically in the Phoenix Valley area, is hotter than a mug. I mean, people need therapy. It's so hot out here. So if you're in North Dakota, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, all right, you got humidity. We get you there. You get all comfortable because it's 89 degrees. It's like 113 out here. So I thought it would be fitting, people, your show topic. If you are driving in your car right now and that AC is just not helping you out, your passengers look at you funny, your in-laws came in from a long way and they are looking at you and saying, wow, we thought you had it good. New job, just graduated college, but it's all about those AC vents and those vents ain't doing nothing. We are dedicating the show for you. AC tips, the truths, and the myths truth. 480-655-8870. We want to have you join us. You are driving now. You've got your water. That AC is just not working. 480-655-8870. This is your show. We'd love to have you call in or text. Of course, we've got a Visa gift card. The notorious JB Weiser advisor, who happens to be in... Yeah, he's in studio, people. We've talked about it for a long time. We're going to bring him on here in a little bit. JB from Bolton, Wiser Advisors, hanging with us. And yeah, he, he, um, he's having some issues because, you know, these people flew in from Pennsylvania. 
They weren't prepared. They got a black rental car. That's a problem. Arizona people know don't get a black rental car. But uh, they're joining us. Guess who else I have for you maniacs, you mechanical maniacs. Every week you join us. We could not have a topic on AC tips with you driving sweating without having a bona fide ASE master technician. Chris Bowdrin of the car shop out of Gilbert is going to be joining us, people. I'm telling you, we work hard for you every week to put out a good show. You text us right now. We want to know how you feel about our show. You've been hanging out with us for a long time in your cars. You had an appointment at 4 o'clock. You know you're going to be late for that appointment because you're hanging with Wrench Nation. Your car talk, any car tips about your car, we're here to serve you. We stop the presses. I don't care if the clutch is slipping, the head gasket's boiling over, or the tire's not happening properly. Somebody messed you up with your tire and it's just not aired up right. This show is about you, Foyto, 655-8870. Welcome to the show. AC Tips is what we're talking about. We had a very interesting week in the garage. It seems like when it hits 105, 108, everything just goes bananas. Phones don't work properly. The roof gets really hot. Coolers don't work. And, and now how do you keep people motivated in this heat? I want your ideas. Can you give me an idea? How do you keep a bunch of seasoned automotive technicians, mechanics, motivated in 110 degree? Give them ice cream. Look at you. Bree, this is just, I gave Bree a clap. I love it. Imagine if the federal government worked the same way. It was really simple. A simple answer, smart, intelligent. Give them ice cream. Would you agree? Text us. What do you do for mechanics in a hot bay working on your car what would you do for them would you bring them by some cold seven up would you bring them by some ice cream pre i love that answer oh gracias yeah it it's it's really simple now if you're in the cab of your ride and some of you can relate to this your wife went out of town and you thought to yourself you know this car is this this uh, car has been just not it's warm coming out of these vents i'm gonna surprise my wife i'm gonna go to the store the parts store and I'm going to give me one of these self-charging cans. Because, you know, I can put air in the tire. I can even change my own oil. I'm going to fix my AC. And you get yourself a self-charging AC can. And that didn't, that didn't go well for you. It may have worked for 15 minutes. But we're going to dive in. We really want to know. We want to investigate this. Again, Chris Bowden of the Car Shop, JB Bolton, Wiser Advisors in-house. We are going to establish this. Many of you are trying to do your own AC. You're finangled because it worked for about 10 minutes. And guess what you do? You all got to go see the shop because it didn't work. And not only didn't it work, but you could be doing damage. We're going to dive into that. Is that self-charging AC can of refrigerant a sure shot way of maintaining cold air for a long haul? You are also thinking about that AC compressor. You went into the garage and they said, hey, you need all this stuff. They said, you need a compressor. You need a dryer. You need a condenser. They go on and on and all you hear is numbers going up. And you say, well, just do the AC compressor. Is that really in your best interest? These are things we're going to cover on today's show. But first, we got to cover. There's a lot of news going on. 
And no, we're not talking World Cup, although the World Cup has had some pretty phenomenal games going on. Now, I want to visit something. This is, uh, you know, this is, this is happening. Most of you driving a BMW or Mercedes, a high-end vehicle, you feel proud. You've done the studies because they were all high-ranking. You check J.D. Power, oh, they're top-ranking. But would you know, the Koreans are coming in at first place. Kia and Hyundai, they just ranked on the J.D. Power quality ranking system or whatever they do there, J.D. Power. You know J.D. Power. When you buy a refrigerator, you, oh, it's J.D. Power ranking. <laughs> but respectfully, this is, uh, this is ranking number one. The Koreans, they came in. Genesis, uh, Genesis Hyundai's luxury brand topped an annual U.S. report card on a 2018 new vehicle quality. For you mechanics listening, hey, they've come a long way mechanically, I think. The Kia and the Hyundai, it's a respectable brand. Uh, years ago, we used to cringe. Oh, we got a Kia coming in the shop. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, a lot of mechanics called in sick that day because those cars were, they weren't, you know, so they've come a long way. So there you have it. Uh, proud uh, to mention the Koreans, a lot of stuff going on in Korea. We're going to bring in JB from the Bolton family. JB, the wise advisor. How are you doing there, Frank? Good. We, you know, a lot of, a lot of our folks listening know you for testing them with the wiser advisor challenge question. You got it, man. But before we dive in, you just came in from Pennsylvania. Were you shocked with our weather? Well, we kind of expected it. We knew it was going to be pretty. Now, how do you expect? You, I mean, what do you, come on. Every time I open a damn oven, that's when I expect it. So you practiced before you came out yes, here. Yes. I opened the oven, stood right there, got used to it. And just like I said to my partners out here with me, it's just like walking into an air, um, what do you call it, a hair dryer. Yeah. It works pretty well. It works, but it's not humidity. I think the people will agree. Humidity is... We know humidity. Yeah. We know it. The air gets so wet, it gets... So, JB, uh, we're going to cover the challenge question. And by the way, if you're tuning in, 480-655-8870, what do we do every week for you guys? What do we do? We give you the $50 Visa gift card. It's cash money. People clap for that. Gosh. I mean... You guys can answer the question. It's really simple. 480-655-8870. It's the challenge question. We're going to get to that next segment. We got a $50 Visa gift card waiting with your name. So we're talking AC tips today. Uh, and I, in all fairness, uh, Susie's not hanging with us today, guys. Uh, Susie had to stay back in the garage. The garage, you know, so someday we'll figure out how we can chime her in. But if you don't hear Susie's lovely voice, Susie is working the pit as we speak, so I'm sure she's uh, listening to the show in the background. We love you, Susie, and uh, we can't make this a habit. Susie needs to be on here. Yeah, I was looking forward to meeting her, Frank. I, I like, know. Well, Susie well, we have a big egg. Susie Sockets, Susie Q. She's got, she's got a whole slew of nicknames <laughs> going on, so you guys stay tuned. If you are in your ride and it's hot or you got a huge estimate about AC, and you're not sure where to go. Like I, I'm like I don't know what to do. You want to stay tuned? We're gonna dive in. We got Chris Bowdrin of the Car Shop stopping by, ASC certified master technician, and of course JB, Bolt-On Technology. Stay tuned. 
Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you are an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. Partsauthority.com. Nothing can catch her. Nothing can touch my 409-409. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk. Car culture. Car tips. Car music. All that is car. 480-655-8870. Well, all right. Welcome back. If your AC is just not... Happening. You're not getting that frigid air out of your vents. This show is for you, 480-655-8870. Before we dive into more of these AC tips, we did take a caller question. Let's hit the tape. I have a, a 2002 beer rendezvous, and the security light came on, and the radio says locked. So it's some kind of security feature. I don't know. I think it has something to do with my key because it's cracked. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, if you're locked out of your car... And the radio doesn't work. That's a bad day. Along with your AC, that's not that's not doing well. I want to bring in uh, Chris Bowdrin, ASC master technician uh, from the car shop. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, thanks a lot, Frank. Now this one was uh, this last caller was talking about her key, uh, early '90s Buick Rendezvous. Those keys got to communicate. Yeah, all those keys have a little computer chip in them. That was a, a simpler system than what we have now. We have radio frequency keys in cars for a theft to turn device right if uh, something breaks in that car then essentially it thinks that someone's trying to steal it and will lock everything out however there's a lot of other systems involved with that anything that shares the same five volt reference anywhere from an intake air temperature sensor to an ambient air temperature sensor can uh, make a system like that go haywire yeah and that's key for you guys uh look all vehicles you got to have a minimum voltage reference value sort of the home base of voltage like five volts is typically you know, if you're driving a Prius, though, I noticed that we had a Prius come in the garage um, and we did some work. Excuse me. It wasn't a Prius. It was a Nissan hybrid. And that battery pack has to be at like 15, 20 percent minimum to start it up or else it's a no go. Um, so battery voltage is key. Uh, in this case here, you look, if you've got a worn key, get it taken care of before you lose that communication. Yeah, right. It's so important now. All keys are laser cut. Most of the time, you go, you can call the dealership, give them your VIN number, and uh, go down there and show proof of ownership because they won't just cut a key for anybody. Yeah. Or else someone just walk off with your car. But even after a key is cut, they still have to be programmed. The computer has to recognize it. It has to do with secret squirrel handshake. To uh, before I mean, that's what it is. The start. It's like this secret little secret thing going on. You know what I tell folks? I think it's good advice. You you have a used car, you just bought it, and you have an anti theft system. Most cars, all cars do, get a spare key. That's definitely important, Frank, because I know so many people get one key, they lose it, now the car's stuck, they have to have it towed, they have to have it go back to the dealership to get it pre-programmed, and if they lost the key, it may take even more to get it reprogrammed because they have to do two now. Yeah, AAA says uh, during the holiday season, that's like their third highest call is for keys were locked in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. So if we had a spare, so think about that. If you're listening and you just bought a used car or have your car now, you know, it may cost you, what do you say, guys, 70 bucks? It may be even more, but the thing is it's cheap insurance. 
Yeah, it has saved you. So we're talking AC tips with uh, JB Wiser Advisor Bolton. Uh, we need the, the question, a $50 Visa gift card. People want to know, 480-655-8870, what is this week's challenge question? All right, Frank, here's the question of the week. Which of the following automotive manufacturers was the first to introduce factory-installed air conditioning in a car? Chevrolet, Lincoln, or Packard? Well, if you think you know that answer, who was the first manufacturer to put AC Chevy, Lincoln, or Packard? Yes, sir. 480-655-8870. Visa gift card. You can take that to the water park with your kids. You can do all kinds of stuff with $50 Visa gift card in this hot weather. Uh, we're talking AC tips. And, you know, we mentioned this whole self-recharging can. And, and of course, we're not going to beat up manufacturers. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, right now, a lot of automotive technicians are listening, and they just cringed. Not because they potentially lost work on a car. Some folks would say, well, it's because you guys didn't have a chance to fix my car. It's because it's totally the opposite. And that opposite, Chris Baldwin, the car shop, people have sort of this feeling that they've charged it, it works, and then they get into a situation, what's the number one problem with these charge cans that you're seeing? Well, there's really twofold. First off, all those cans have a, a lot of oil in them. Most of the cans that you're buying for your do-it-yourself are 16 ounces of refrigerant, where most car manufacturers now are trying to make AC systems that have less than a pound total in the system. So if you're off 25%, which is going to not make your AC work, you're talking four ounces, which is a very small amount. So we're working in a very, very small window. And that makes it difficult. The AC system in your car is really just a small version of the AC system in your house. And uh, most people would would cringe themselves if they went to Home Depot to buy a can to refill their house AC because they'd be afraid of the damage they can do. I tell you what, my refrigerator, I work on air conditioning systems all day long on vehicles, RVs, trucks, diesels, you name it. When my wife says the fridge is not blowing cold, I'm like, "Uh, you need to call somebody. (laughs) That's probably the best thing. I mean, Chris has also another point that you can't measure what's coming out of those cans. So you're going to over and um, charge it. And you know what that's going to do and make it run warmer. Well, let's talk about weight. I mean, refrigerant has to be, we measure things according to weight. I mean, we do look at pressures, low and mm-hmm. high side. And on these kits, we don't get a high side reading. Am I correct? Correct. These little recharge. Yes. So that could pose a problem. I have a word here. Uh, do we have a caller for the, uh, the yeah. challenge? Actually, we've got two callers on. Uh, they're going to go head to head to try to figure out this challenge. Look, we got a battle. Do we have a Woo-hoo. battle? We got battle music. Hang on a minute. Oh, no, that's the soft music. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We didn't want to get romantic with you. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right. Well, let's bring them on. The challenge question was asked, uh, who was the first manufacturer to put on air conditioning? Not swamp coolers. Air conditioning. Was it Lincoln? What was the other one? Chevrolet or Packard. All right. So who do we have uh, holding here? We've got uh, Tony on the line right now. Do you have the answer? Yes. I want the real from your cranial intelligences. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. For the $50 Visa gift card, who was the first manufacturer to put air conditioning in vehicles? Packard. Packard. Do we have a winner, JB? We have a winner. Whoa, snap. Look at that. Wow. Hey, are you sure you didn't Google this while you were driving? 
No, I didn't. You're too smart. You've been hanging with the show for too long. Well, you got a fifty dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you got a fifty dollar Visa gift card. Um, you can certainly stop by the garage uh, where Chandler and Dobson Desert Park here. If that's not convenient, certainly stop by the station. Bree here. Would you like to come by the garage or the station? What's good for you, partner? Chandler and Dobson, I'll do the garage. Stop by the garage. Uh, we just have a request. Uh, as Bree said earlier, you need to bring a bunch of wrenches, some ice cream. How about that? We did a little trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice trade-off. Right on. You got the $50 Visa gift card. We so appreciate you hanging with the show. Rock on. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Now, we had another caller, and I feel bad because did they have an opportunity? This is my guilty conscience. This is what happens when you have children. Well, talk Every- to him. All right. Is he on here? Who do we got here? Yeah. Yeah, this is Pat. Mm, Pat. Yes, it was. Yes, it was Packard, and it was a trunk-mounted unit. Whoa, daddy! It still had the compressor underneath the hood. He's yes. absolutely right with that, give, Frank. Give us a year. What? What year? Ooh, um, oh. I believe it was late forties. Yeah, thirty-nine forty. It was actually shown at the car show in nineteen thirty-nine, and it went out in nineteen forty. Wow, that was incredible. Actually, late thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sir. What was your name? It's Pat. Pat, we appreciate you hanging. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Just because you like went way above and beyond. We learned stuff from you today, Pat. A $50 Visa gift card additionally for you. Would you like to stop by the garage, Desert Car Care Chandler, or the station? Um, Chandler would be perfect. Come and uh, see us. Uh, again, we have a requirement. You must bring some ice cream goodies for the crew. <laughs> don't you guys have water ice out here? I would like to say water ice on a hot afternoon. Hey, Pat, you got to... I can do that. Yes, sir. We'll do you a little trade. But you got to remember, JB is... Uh, they all just flew in. I got a bunch of Pennsylvania peeps uh, from the Philly area, and they're sweating in this studio right now. It's like 72 degrees, and they're sweating. <laughs> We're just finally feeling summer in our area, so it's a little tough. Pat, we so appreciate you hanging with the show. Thank you so much. You bet. My pleasure, and thanks much. Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty incredible. I mean, we were on top of it. I mean, it's not like weather just came around yesterday. I mean, we, as manufacturers, developed these cars. Well, they did a lot of things in the beginning to try to cool cars off. As a matter of fact, down in the southwest here, they used to have a unit that they would put in a window that either had cold water or ice. And the idea is when they're driving the air coming into the car would blow through that and cool off a little bit. Yeah. that way, I mean, I've seen the swamp coolers. Chris, you've been to car shows. And uh, what comes to mind possibly, guys, is a 49 chopped Merc. I love that car. And you have the swamp cooler that's sitting outside. Mm-hmm. and it, I mean, and then you did up your swamp cooler. Like, it, it, you couldn't have a regular look. You chromed it out. It had to look good. Chromed it, pinstriped it. I mean, what is happening, people? We need to bring back that enthusiasm for the vehicle. And for my youngsters, with your apps, stop apping your cars. Find yourself a classic. Now, Bree's looking at me. What does that mean, apping your cars? What, what does app your car mean? App your car. It's like, uh, I'm not going to call. Is it like pimp my ride? Like, no. No, it's like everything we want from a car, we have an app. Like, call well, you Uber. You know what? I like the app that JB's got or that you guys have where it texts me all my information for my car. So now, that is pretty. Thank that's, you very much. I yeah. want my app. That's high-level stuff. very, very welcome. JB, that's high-level. That's the best. And I've always told you, listening, don't you get a chicken scratch inspection? You deserve better. Definitely. You you deserve an inspection that you can actually read. And I, being a technician, have the world's writing. Worst writing. What do we got you, Chris? I'm right there with you. I'm left-handed on top of it. I was just grateful. I write like a doctor, everyone says. Now, you're listening. You're saying, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) What does this mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means. We, when you come into the garage for an AC concern, 
and we find something simple, we can take a picture of that. We can do a before and after. We can do a video. Mm -hmm. This is the digital inspection. We talk about that all the time. But we want to get back into these AC tips. We want to kind of relay off of those AC self-charging cans. We're not going to leave you just with the whole, well, the mechanic said it's not good. We're going to dive in deeper. And we need to talk about moisture to an AC system. You guys, there's a magical thing happening in your AC system. And there is moisture. There could be moisture. How do you know you got moisture out of your system before you put that virgin refrigerant to get cold air? Stay tuned. That's next. Since 1919, Standard Motor Products has been manufacturing premium replacement parts for the evolving automotive aftermarket. Now, we want to hear your innovative product ideas during our SMP Always Innovating Challenge. To enter, simply visit our new product idea portal, which is accessible from the SMP Parts app or any SMP Engine Management brand website. Once there, tell us your new product idea in the appropriate field. Make sure to include the hashtag AlwaysInnovating. Our judges will review the entries and select the top five ideas for one of the corresponding prizes. A Samsung 65-inch curved 4K TV, an Oculus Rift virtual reality system, an Apple Watch, a pair of Bose wireless headphones, or a Nintendo Switch. The contest runs from June 1st to August 31st. For more information, including the official rules, visit smpalwaysinnovating.com. Ranch Nation, Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Well, all right. Welcome back. Ranch Nation with you every Wednesday, 4 p.m. If you're catching this on the podcast, you guys are rock stars. We appreciate you. Uh, certainly want to hear from you. Ranch Nation Facebook. We play around with Facebook. You guys can hang with us. Uh, thank you for coming back and joining us. We're talking AC tips. Uh, we have a caller on the line. Um, actually, we had a question from our text hotline, and they were asking, why did they do away with AC sight glass, specifically for a 2001 GMC Yukon? That's a good question. A lot of us mechanics, we loved it. Little bubbles. We look at bubbles. Mm, and, bubble, bubble, bubble. You know, and so you know, uh, the dryer, the accumulate, actually it was the dryer formerly with a sight glass, you would have a little indication if you looked at that sight glass you put Freon in it, you see some bubbles, you don't see bubbles, it's clear, it's flowing. Chris Baldrin of the car shop is in studio with us. Chris, an ASE master tech, you've seen your fair share. He's asking about this sight glass. Why Why is it? Oh, without a doubt. Older R12 systems, they, uh, they were a lot more forgiving. You can be undercharged, overcharged, and you still get cold air. Um, when I started working on cars 30 years ago, we didn't weigh refrigerant to put it in cars. Yeah. We didn't evacuate it. We just cracked a line open, let it vent into the atmosphere. But, uh, oh, we were so irresponsible. Obviously, <laughs> since then, laws have changed. We just didn't, you know, it wasn't, we just, that was standard practice. We didn't know better. But yeah, you used to be able to charge a R12 system up. Uh, once you got close to a capacity charge, all the air bubbles in the system got compressed and essentially went away. Once we switched to the R134A refrigerant, uh, it's a different molecule. There is always air in the system. If you were to charge it till there's no air, well, you would be well overcharged in the Compressor would stop spinning and... Well, that's a big problem with the self-charging, what you got to watch. I mean, if you... And I'm not... Listen, hey, retail's retail. It's offered at some of the major national uh, parts houses. You may try this. We just want to forewarn you on this. If you're over... 
Well, that's way worse than being is, under. You're yeah. damaging a compressor, a valve at that point. So you are almost going blind. I know they have the little dial, but this is the way I look at it. I can take my own blood pressure. I sure can do that. But what am I looking at? Right. You really don't know at that point. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, I don't know. What was that? That was, uh, was, that... <laughs> that was bizarre. Sorry, that was my stomach. That's what happened to you if you mess around the wrong way. I think way. it was Bubbles. I think it was Bubbles. <laughs> I think it was Finding Bubbles. Nemo Bubbles. Finding Nemo. Bree, you're such a sweetheart. Keeping everything on the wheels and steels. I love you. Yeah, so basically on a 2001 Tahoe, using a sight glass, you would never know if you had a full charger. Yeah, he had a GMC, but it's the same language, yeah. So, I mean, I know it can be frustrating, but speaking of which, let's get into the dryer. Folks will get an estimate, or perhaps they're on a weekend, they are replacing the AC compressor. They know it's leaking. Maybe they know enough that their pressures are out of whack, and that compressor, which is the heart of the system, is just not doing anything right. They go in and replace the compressor, button it up, charge it up. They did not, JB, have anything to do with the accumulator. If it's old school, the uh, the receiver dryer. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That is a problem because that device there has, you keep referring to it as a dryer. It yeah. has actually silicone inside or one of those little packs that you always get. That a desiccant not eat. bag. A desiccant yeah. bag. Thank you. I find it in my sneaker bag. Yeah. I, I don't sneaker. Eat sure who eats I still, Now, who puts, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> is it a problem for a sneaker to have moisture? Apparently, because this right. probably came across the ocean, so they're just keeping it dry. I don't want a rusted sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the moisture, this dryer. Yeah, we want to keep as little water in the system as possible because what does water do at 32 degrees? Freezes. It freezes. And what's the air conditioning job? Is to get things cold, so it's probably going to get low. And if it freezes, is the air conditioning going to work? No. Like, I'm it's probably not. It up. Yeah, it's going to ice up. Yeah. And if you're using them. Well, here's a word. Uh, hydrolyze. And this is what I love about the show. We always learn stuff with you people hanging with us. Hydrolyze. We're all certified in a few categories or two or three. <laughs> and mentally. But I, I, this is a new word. I didn't know this. And, and guys, tell me, hydrolyze. That's hydraulic or hydrofluoric acids that will deteriorate these parts. That's the result of mixing water, moisture, and refrigerant. Yeah, the system will actually generate that asset and will eat it from the inside. And the worst thing about that is when it finally lets go of the ghost, you know, it leaks, and you go back and replace the parts you think, you don't realize that a lot of other parts have to be replaced because they've all been eaten just as thin, and they're about to blow, too. Yeah, we don't need anything to be eaten like that. This stuff gets expensive. So if you're just joining us, we're talking AC tips. I want to bring this down, way down. The fact is this. At the end of the day, do what it takes to do the job right. Ultimately, you guys know this show is never perfect, but we're always going to try to bring you information really at the end of the day to save you time and money. If you have a used car and perhaps you, eh, the guy said, well, it just had a small leak and now you've got this issue with a compressor. We always invite you to visit wrenchnation.tv. We've got a great relationship with a bunch of garages across the country. We're always here for you, but primarily with that AC compressor to do it right. We need the dryer. Definitely. Now let's kick it down notches. Notches. You ready? Chris, talk to us about Black Death. Black Death. Man. That's when a compressor comes apart internally and just sprays all of its innards throughout a system. It's like a bad day, like like your your turkey blew up in the oven. It's a very bad day. And the first place that all that refrigerant goes when it's leaving the compressor is into the condenser, which is 
much like the radiator on your car at the It's front. in the front of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of heat exchange. Uh, this condenser, those ports are like coffee straw size. They're so tiny. Even smaller nowadays. Yeah. So what that means is you're saying it's like this black tar. Correct. The- yeah. You know, there's plastics and metal inside of a compressor. And essentially, when the plastics melt, that's where they all go. And there is once once it's in a system, there is no way whatsoever to remove it. Well, I'll be straight up and honest and transparent, and I think I can speak for a lot of mechanics and technicians, shop owners out there. We feel like the AC job can get that's one of our higher expense more that's expensive stuff for our people. So we're not looking for shortcuts, but we want to win for the consumer. And I will just say this many times we would try to flush out all that black death. And we were not successful. No, it's impossible to get it all out, especially on all those nooks and crannies. And if yeah. you don't do it right the first time and you fire everything up, well, you just ruined everything else, all the new equipment. Yeah. Chris, you've been in situations. Car comes in, and it's, it's a healthy estimate. It's, it's you know, and, and somebody says, yes, but is there anything you can do to help me out? We all, we all want to help. And we, we do. We'd love to help. But realistically, when it comes down to it, you're going to do more harm than help because if we... If we only do half the job, we'll get you cold air. You're blowing out of the shop. You got you found a shop that did it for half the price. You drive down the road, your AC cold. Three days later, you're right back to the same situation. Yeah. Uh, I have a vehicle that I'm going to keep for quite some time. Remanufactured or new? JB. I would go with new. Why would you go with a new part? <sighs> because you know it's good from the get-go. Remanufactured, you got whoever the companies that remanufactured, sometimes they have different standards, and they may not be up to the level of the new part that you put in. So I would vote for the new. I give options. Chris, you give options in the garage. I give options, but what we find in this day and age with even getting quality parts out there, it's, it's almost cheaper to buy a brand-new compressor than to have one that has been remanufactured. Yeah. You're talking about the anguish of somebody wasting a day of work, having to come back. We, we tried this remanufacturing. We're not, look, look, hey, wait a minute, you remanufacturers out there. We're not knocking the remanufactured. But just know there are certain items on a vehicle, if you're going to replace it and you're keeping it, should be golden brand new. Correct, yeah. And then if there's a, if there's a large price difference, it is always best to give let, an option. let the and customer yeah. make the choice. You know, yeah, ultimately, I it's agree. their car. Yeah. When it comes down to it, they're the ones that are going are gonna to be driving it and leaving. And so if... if if it is a you know if it is a financial decision and yeah I think one a good is shop just will, as good or yeah. you know, and there's always a warranty difference too yeah good shop will give on. you options with the pros and cons hey if you're experiencing a funky odor and you don't have day old Chinese food or funky socks in the back we're gonna cover some of the funky odors and continue AC tips next on Wrench Nation Susan we've had a lot of people call Wrench Nation during the show they want to get involved in the automotive industry. Yeah, Frank, so we have a scholarship that's intended to encourage adults who are interested in a career in the automotive technology field to engage in education in a quality automotive program. You bet, and that's the way to go. The automotive field is vast. It's large, and there's a huge demand. Got to be a graduate or have a GED equivalent, and winners will be notified by email and phone and posted on WrenchNation.tv no later than July 18th. We got a scholarship, Yeah, or you can text CAREER to 480-655-8870 and we'll send you a link to the application. That's right. Scholarship is made possible by Wrench Nation and Accurate Automotive. Apply now. Text CAREER 480-655-8870. We wish you well. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. This is Wrench Nation. 
Well, all right. Welcome back, guys. We always appreciate you hanging, Wrench Nation. You guys make the show. This is your show. Call in 480-655-8870. Car tips or, hey, I've got a lot of you wrenches out there. You want to contribute to the show. We're all family. It's what it's about. We got JB uh, Bolton uh, Technology, the wiser advisor in studio, along with Chris Bowdrin uh, from the car shop, ASC certified mechanic. And, you know, we talked about some of the basics to AC. We don't want to get overcomplicated. This isn't an industry technical training session. We just want to arm you up by doing things right. We talked about AC compressor. If you're doing the compressor, thinking about the where about what that compressor, that compressor, the guts of that compressor has traveled throughout the system. And sometimes a flush of that system with a new compressor is not the way to go. That condenser is vital. So your question to the mechanic, to the dealer, what does it take to do the job right? Give me my options. You're always safe when you have that explanation, whether it's a transmission issue, whether it's an AC issue. So welcome back to the show. Uh, Chris, we talked about the dryer um, we talked about the condenser, a little bit of Black Death sludging. I feel like we're missing something. Tell us when I come in with my car to your shop and my AC is blowing warm, what can I expect regarding a process that is going to determine that you're not doing guesswork? Pretty much the first step that we're going to do with any AC system is what's called an evacuation recharge. Now, a lot of, we throw that term around in the industry a lot, and most people just look at it. And are, I even get calls all day long asking, how much is a standard evacuation and recharge? So when the you, consumer, know, they comfortably evacuate and recharge. Yeah, they, they know what that term yeah. means. But essentially, when we're doing a, an evacuation, we're hooking our machine up. We're sucking the system down to negative 30 inches of hydrogen. You say suck. That's a vacuum. That's a vacuum. We're and sucking if anybody, it. You know, the basic... The basic science of a vacuum is that vacuum is going to boil any moisture, moisture out. Right, that's the And then the, the machine, key. as it's pulling it, will pull that moisture out of the system. And uh, that is a huge step because when you're starting with a fresh charge, even when you're, if you're trying to use one of the cans and you're adding into it, if there's any air in the system, you're trying to compress the air along with the refrigerant. And if there's any moisture in the system, it goes back to what we talked about earlier, the damage that moisture can do to a system. So that is really an integral part. And really, that's, that's always going to be the basis, the first step to make sure we've got a full charge. And then we can check, make sure the fans are working, make sure our pressures are where they need to be on both the high side and the low side of the system to get us the coldest possible air. A lot of people ask the about the, um, they're, they're wise enough to know that, okay, my, you just told me my system's low, you have to recharge it. Ex explain briefly, we've got a quick moment here before we bring Greg Buckley, what's the process to test for leaks, like you'd want to test for leaks. Well, there again, when we're doing the evacuation and we're pulling the system into a, into a vacuum a negative 30 inches, we always let them sit for 10, 15, 30 minutes, up to 30 minutes to make sure that that gauge isn't going to drop down. Now, there again, we're, we're testing the system at a vacuum, not at pressure. This is an average AC system where on the high side is going to peak at 250, close to 300 PSI sometimes in the summer in stop-and-go traffic. So not having a leak on a suction side, a vacuum side, and then finding out later there's a leak on, a, on the pressure side happens from time to time. Yeah. I think a good garage will cover. Like, they want to make sure your dollar's protected. Um, Greg Buckley's uh, coming in. We're going to ask about that dollar protection. Greg Buckley, Wilmington, Delaware, Buckley's Auto Care. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? Got a star-studded uh, room there, don't you, Frank? Well, we got the Chris Hall of Fame people's in the house. The Hall of Famers. Yes. Yes, we're excited. 
And someday we'll have you back on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little, little uh, R&R last week, man. I had to get down and have some crab cakes, some... Uh, Look at you, uh, go. Favorite libations and... Libation. Wait, we all need a good, all this AC talk. <laughs> we just need a good drink. <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, Chris Bowdrin with the car shop had touched <clears throat> upon this whole process of evacuate and recharge, um, sucking the system down a deep vacuum into mercury inches, pulling out in a vacuum to boil that moisture. We're not seeing that if you're charging it up with one of these charge and go cans. No. As you guys were talking earlier, you know, uh, taking a can is, is really um, a waste of time. Uh, it, it's not efficient, and it's not the right way you want to, even if you think you're doing something, you know, inexpensively in a DIY situation, today's systems really demand that you do it, you do it the proper way and, and vacuum it down. Uh, you do cause more damage and more irritation and a waste of time. And then you may be putting in an element that will stop us as professionals from actually doing it the right way. If you put something with a sealant in there. But, Greg, let me, let me interrupt. I have to interrupt. You know, let's, mm-hmm. let's think about this for a minute. I, I'd like to participate, and it's not a man thing or a woman thing, I don't think. I think people want to feel empowered like they got around their vehicle or me personally, if I had a plumbing issue. Now, I, I want to call people to fix stuff, but I may get in there and try to, I'm not going to try to solder. I'm a wimp. I can't solder copper and all that stuff. I'm bad. My welding is bad, people. But my point is, I may want to participate. I feel like I got, I, I, I was part of this and I fixed something. I mean, that's what people want to do. Yeah, they might want to do that. But I, I think out of out of respect for the, consumer, you know, fooling with a pressurized AC system is something that you better be a little bit more advanced than just saying that, hey, let me pop the hood and think I can get this done, you know, because you can actually have personal injury, and that's the last thing you want to do. So, you know, from the professional side, look, there's some things, if you feel like tackling and changing your belt, okay, that's one thing that's possible. But when you're dealing with pressurized systems, it's like, Okay, if you never change a, a, a you know a, a hybrid battery or a hybrid voltage system, you're certainly not going to go out on the first whim and go, hey, let me try and tackle this. Yikes. So there's some things where I think as a consumer, you really do have to say, hey, maybe I need a professional. So I'm dealing with pressures here, uh, and, and on the newer systems, you're dealing with all kinds of all right. Uh, so listen, JB is chomping at the bit. We talked about these recharging cans, and again, we're not beating you up or trying to. Fix your car, man. We want to promote that, but highly we want to make sure you guys are good. Hey, there's stop leak, JB, and some of this stuff. Mechanics get grumpy when that stop leak goes in in one of their expensive machines. Tell us about the stop leak in those rechargeable cans. Yeah, that's very important for a customer to realize that if they go and put stop leak in there, it may solve their problem very briefly, but it's not going to do a lot of good. That material goes through the whole system, just like we're talking about Black Death earlier. And also, if a shop plugs into it and they don't check before they do it, it can actually damage their equipment, too. We ask people, and we do it in a respectful manner, did you recharge this system? Oh, yes. We used the can, and it had dippity-doo, stop leak, whatever mm-hmm. the thing has. And we, we go through a certain procedure. You know, those machines are four, five, six thousand. The new 1234YF uh, refrigerant on these newer vehicles those machines are what, Chris? Six, seven, eight thousand yeah, dollars. Eight thousand dollars, a lot more. The refrigerant's a lot more expensive. But it's for the machines and the equipment, yeah. yeah. 
But just like, you know, the cans should be looked at like an emergency, like a can of Fix-A-Flat. You're not going to put a can of Fix-A-Flat in I your like tire yeah. to permanently fix your tire. Hey, you're going through the desert. you got a family of four. Go your for AC's it. not working. Everybody, everybody's sweating. You're trying to get from A to B. Yeah. You, know, you know, in that situation, as, a, as, a, as an emergency standby, it, it, it is a viable option just for a temporary fix. I agree. Much like a can of Fix-A-Flat. But you can't leave that in your car yes. and continue to drive it because it's going to destroy the tire. And a lot of that, a lot of the sealants that are put in those cans, it's the same thing. It'll end up destroying other things in the system. We, not today, yeah. not tomorrow, but next week, next it's month. It's good to get you by. I, I like that. Just tell your technician, tell your mechanic, tell the dealer friend, hey, you know what? I did this to get me by. That's going to arm them up. We always tell you that. It's like going to a doctor. You need to really spiel out the symptoms. A, you're going to save, save test time. How many of you would you raise your hand right now? If the technician or mechanic could tell you, hey, you gave us so much good information, your test fees aren't as expensive. Because testing is what, people? It's time. It's mm-hmm. like going to a doctor. Um, so, uh, Greg Buckley, uh, tell me, you've seen, you know, you've seen the, the stop leak come in. It's pretty nasty stuff. Have you fought it? I mean, do you end up having to, like, have to replace everything because of stop leak? Well, I'll tell you, in most cases where we've had that happen, you know, where we've had an identifier, and we haven't had it, we have not had an incident in, I think, three, two seasons now. But when we did, we we had the identifier on there. and Ah, uh, identifier. That's uh, a lot yeah, of shops don't have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what right. you're saying to tell the people, an identifier will actually, because we had Freon coming in from south of the border that was explosive, and garages had to identify because you can't see freon we had to identify what was in the system before it went into our machines and that's what you're talking about this identifier that's right yeah and once we discovered that it it, we we, it was contaminated we simply advised the client you know that hey look in order for us to do this we have to take the extra steps and more than likely you're going to have to replace major components in order to get the system up and running all right and once they once they got to that level it's pretty, at least that's here in the East Coast. Now, you guys out in the desert. We got a lot of funky stuff. We got stuff coming across the border. We have no idea. Sometimes it looks like what it is, but it isn't. You pull it open and there's all kinds of nasty. We're on the border, man. You guys up there on the East Coast, I don't know. JB can tell you that, look, we got about three months. You, you get around the August level and people are going, you're going, you're going to need charge me this much for my AC. I'm just going to wait till next spring. Not here. Mm-hmm. We live, we live in that stuff. But hey, you real quick, we're going to have like a, we're going to have a lightning round. Are you ready? I got a question for the people. A lot of people want to know. I have stinky vents. Start with Chris ah. Baldwin. I have stinky vents. What can I do about stinky vents? The first place, every uh, we need to start at every car has got a cabin filter in it now. Good start, cabin filter. JB, Wiser Advisor, number two, what can you do for stinky vents? Number two, make sure you take your car out of recycling and give it a chance to breathe because if you keep it in the recycle, the moisture doesn't go away and mold may grow. All right, number and three, Greg Buckley, you want to tackle this? What do you do to, for stinky vents? <laughs> you can actually get a – now, what I do is I get a can of Lysol. Or <laughs> I, I, I love it. it <laughs> and it. I bring it up through the ventilation system into the intake. And then I'll wipe down the vents on the inside. That's that's 
after you clean it, or that's why you're putting the cabin air filter in. You know, Greg, my husband did that on my truck, and it worked great, so... Hey, sometimes, you know what? You don't need a fancy mechanic. You just get back, you get under that sink and find the goods, and you spray a couple of this, that. And I would add to the the smell, guys. Always remember, if you've tried the cabin, and you've tried all these other items, you may just have standing water i always say check the vent tube that vent tube has to on a real humid day has to drain all that moisture you see the water leaking under your car if you've got standing water you've got bacteria and you've got a funky funky smell and probably a bad date with whoever because they're going to look at you funny no doubt greg buckley thank you so much all right guys have a good one now thank you buckley's auto care boy he's been around for a long time you guys have always heard us say wilmington delaware if you're in the area go visit uh Mr. Greg Buckley, a real wholesome family operation. JB, you know, um, with all these items with AC, what is coming down the pipeline? We got about a minute for the future. I drive a 2018 or 17 vehicle. As a consumer, have things changed with my AC under the hood? Well, we've already mentioned a 1234YF, and that is what's changed underneath the Why hood. did they go to this? Why no. did they... Because the refrigerant, the first R12, the Freon, that caused uh, global warming and also the... Um, well, that's the CFCs. go away. Chlorofluorocarbons. 134A, which came on after that, we found it was a global warming issue. Wow. So we finally went to 1234YF to try to solve all those problems. And now so that's, that's safe. Find out. That's what we consider it today, because remember... All right, it's safe right now. Good. We could change. Uh, stay tuned to the channel. Chris Baldwin on, uh, from the car shop. This new 1234YF... They're always changing things in the bays, and we got to keep up with technology, and that's cool. Pressure differences? Um, they, they run at a much higher pressure. Okay, so that, that much more dangerous if you try to mess yeah. with that. When they were originally introduced, you, um, I believe BMW was the first one to put them on the market, and they had to recall call several cars because they were having a problem with the way they routed it. When they'd get into accidents, there was a, a flammability problem. Mercedes. With, with Mercedes. 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 Well, the yeah. Europeans always... Mm-hmm. One step ahead, you know right? They have a lot. They have a lot stricter, yeah, limits over. Boy, boy, over we say pond. this uh, every week, man. This show just flies. We are so grateful. Let's do the rundown, JB, with uh, bolt-on technology. Boy, we didn't even have the chance to get Mr. Michael G, who flew in from Pennsylvania. We'll get you back on the show next year. And of course, in studio with us, Chris Baldrin, the car shop. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we got to have you guys back on. Always uh, always good. To, I like when people come in. I don't like to be alone in this studio. I get nervous. Bree, you're here, though. You keep me straight. That's for sure. Well, all right. That's your show, uh, AC Tips. Uh, remember, if you caught the show a little late, we have it up on the podcast on Sunday. Typically load that up to iTunes to catch the full show. Uh, we do have the weird automotive news. I'm not sure if you heard this. I'm not. I just don't understand it. But this went pretty viral. You can check it out. How does the head of a young lady get stuck in a truck's exhaust pipe? This because is because it can. Because <laughs> it can. I don't know. Like people, are we that bored? A 19-year-old woman who authorities said was just kind of chilling out with her friends. Her head was stuck for about 45 minutes. Now imagine if you're a first responder pulling up. Oh, we got to get the sawzall, but we got to not cut her. I mean, that is. How do you? 
I don't understand it. It's exhaustive. I don't know. But she basically said, hey, um, my head could probably fit in that randomly. Like a banana in a tailpipe. Banana, I don't know. But there's your weird automotive news. You can catch that really literally all over the internet, Snapchatty, Instagram, all of that as you can with Wrench Nation Facebook. We live on there. If you got any car care questions, it doesn't stop here. Wrench Nation Facebook. And as I say every week, people, because you know we love you, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. <laughs>